Dave and Darren, beloved morning show icons, mm-hmm. about to give you their top five things podcast. I love talking about us in the third person. In the past tense. They're, they were fantastic. Weren't they great? They were great at one time. Well, <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> but their shock jockery got old and fast. And fast. The uh, podcast, Top 5 Things, brought to you by Nature's Treatment of Illinois. They are the only locally owned dispensary. Two locations, Tech Drive and Milan, West Main Street and Galesburg, and they're open seven days a week. Okay, let's get into it with our first one. Uh, this is a very special Number one, because we're about to talk with one of our all-time heroes mm. who will be in town on <laughs> Friday night at the Adler Theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one is us chatting it up with John Cleese. One. Number one. Number one. Number one. And this should be obvious. Okay, number one. Number one. 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 Number one. Well, let's get started. Mr. Cleese, great to have you on. Uh, good. Are you Dave or Darren? So I'm Dave, and the next voice you hear is Darren. Hello. How are you? Ah, I can tell the difference. Good. I'm old and tired, and I woke up this morning feeling a little groggy, and then was told I had eight interviews to do in half an hour, but I've had a cup of coffee and I'm surviving. How are you guys? We are terrific. Everybody, you no doubt recognize our guest's voice. Uh, He is, of course, most famous for his 1987 appearance on the TV show Cheers. Uh, he was also in Monty Python, it says here, and A Fish Called Wanda and Faulty Towers and basically everything brilliant that's ever been made. John Cleese is coming to town on Friday night for a, a gig that's called uh, a, An Evening with the Late John Cleese. Uh, we're wondering, you just recently celebrated another birthday. I- is everything okay? Yeah, well, I died about seven weeks ago. I don't know if you read about it in the papers. It was in most of the papers, but... Um, I come from a Christian background, so uh, fortunately, I was able to rise again on the uh, third, uh, third day. It's an old Christian trick, which my maternal grandmother taught me when I was quite young. So I've come back to life, which is very important, because I still need some money, you know. And uh, I'm performing, and uh, maybe I'll die again. But if you know how to come back on the third day, you can get a few extra years. You are going to be performing at the Adler Theater, so I'm guessing they probably, when you're here in town next Friday for that particular show in Davenport, Iowa, they're probably going to have you staying at the Black Hawk Hotel, which is connected to the Adler Theater. The Black Hawk, oh, Ho- the Black Hawk, yeah, the Black Hawk, yeah. the Black Hawk Hotel is where Cary Grant died. Well, don't tell him that. Well. He's going to get scared to be here now. Oh. He, he should know this, and if he'd, oh, if he'd rather stay at my house. Tell me more. He, what, what did he die of? Because I adored that man, and he was also one of my, one of my heroes. I was born 20 miles from where um, Cary Grant was born, and I always loved him because I thought he was a great actor because he's one of those actors who can do drama and can also be wonderful in comedy. Yeah, he was I loved the man. How we, did he die? We did he don't. Have a yeah, he 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 just died on the street, he, right? Well, was, no, I thought he. I thought they got him what? into the hotel. Basically, what he was doing. This was like in 1986. It was called an evening with the late Cary Grant, where they were going to basically at the Adler Theater, where you're going to be performing. Is they? I guess they probably right. showed some sort of uh, movie clips, and he took some question and answers. But before it took place, yeah. he fell ill, and he went back to the hotel room and and uh, and died. Okay, but let's not scare John Cleese into not coming. Oh, 
No, I met one of his uh, ex-wives uh, about three months ago and uh, had a chat about him. And he's one of the, you know, the three or four people uh, in Hollywood history that I would like to have met. I think I would like to have uh, met Charlie Chaplin. In fact, I, you won't believe this. I actually did meet Charlie Chaplin in the 70s. I had uh, tea with him and one or two other people uh, just before he died and uh, met Una, Una O'Neill, who was, of course, his umpteenth wife, like me. Um, uh, and uh, some of those people, there was just something so special and classy about them. Um, I would love to have met them, but uh, uh, I didn't. And I've always, I've read several books on Gary, and I just think he was a marvelously civilized and kind and funny and talented man. And always wondering whether people were still going to like him. He got quite insecure towards the end. He said, do people still find me charming? I think there's something so sweet and vulnerable about that. I can't imagine you suffer from any sort of insecurity like that. I mean, you know people find you hilarious. Well, some people do. Enough people do. <laughs> I mean, we have a insanely bad at newspapers in England, and they, while we were at the O2 on 2014, we were performing to 16,000 people every night, which is quite an experience, I tell you. And one of the right-wing papers, the Daily Telegraph, ran an article saying, was Monty Python ever really funny? To which the answer was, well, quite a lot of people thought so. But there were always a lot of people who didn't get it, and particularly the literal-minded people who struggle with humor anyway. It's a very, very... Nobody talks about mental health and then talks about literal-mindedness, but they are connected. There's a lot of research that shows that people are on the schizophrenic or the autistic spectrum, and they have great trouble with irony. And, uh, you, you, you know, those are the people who sometimes make a lot of noise on Twitter. And my feeling is, on and, and social media, my feeling is that people without a sense of humor shouldn't be allowed to dictate what people with a sense of humor can laugh at. Did Charlie Chaplin like Monty Python? Did he get it? Or or did you meet any other, like, uh, no, comedian? He died. He died. I think he died before. No, let me say, I would have met him in the early 70s, and we began in 69. No, but what I do know, and it's one of the most touching things in my life, is that when he died, his wife used to watch a lot of Forty Towers, my sitcom, because she liked it so much, and she found it a little bit of a constellation, and to know that the widow of one of the greatest ever comedians was, was, a, was helped, as it were, through her sadness by... My humor is the biggest compliment I ever got. So I told my mom, I, I mentioned to her, I was having this conversation with her. She's 90 years old. She's not late as of yet. Oh. And, uh, and, uh, and I mentioned that I was going to be, I was kind of bragging that I was going to be interviewing John Cleese. And I said, I'm going to interview John Cleese. And she doesn't say anything. I said, from Monty Python. And she's like, I know who he is. <laughs> she goes, did you ever see that a fish called Wanda? And I said, yeah, I saw it. She goes, now that was good. And... <laughs> Those guys, they were screwballs. They were goofballs in that thing. And then I said, uh, did you ever see Fierce Creatures? That was something they did afterwards. It was the same four people. It wasn't a sequel, but it was the same four people. And she said she hadn't. And she's like, I'd like to talk about football now. <laughs> she had enough John Cleese talk. Uh -huh. She'd had enough about talking about John Cleese. 
What? She has her priorities right. It's just that it's not the right kind of football. You guys play a thing called handball, where only one person is allowed to kick the ball. Everyone else uses their hands, but they've managed to call it football, which makes it sound much more sort of male and tough and impressive. But you play handball, you guys. John Cleese is going to be in town Friday night and evening with the late John Cleese at the Adler Theater. What can we expect? What is the show going to be about without giving too much away? Well, my daughter comes on. She's a professional stand-up comedian. And she comes on and does 15 or 20 um, which is very interesting because the laughter she gets is much more the women all laughing. You can tell there's a slightly different quality to the laughter. And when I come on, um, I just uh, try to be as funny as I can. I start out by showing three or four clips, very short ones, 30 seconds. And uh, then I go into various routines, which I've been honing over the years. You see, when you do a stage show, uh, you, it gradually gets better because the audience is constantly telling you what still doesn't work. And then you come off and you think that little bit doesn't work, and then you work on that, and then that starts working. And then you notice something else that isn't quite as good as everything else, and you improve that. So stage performances tend to get better and better and better. And that's quite, that's rather nice because when you go on, you just feel I know that the whole of this script now works, which is the position I've reached. So I go out and I do about 40 minutes on my own and we have a break. And then my daughter comes on and becomes interlocutor between me and the audience because they can then ask any question they like. And I like that bit because it's completely unpredictable. I don't know if this ever got back to you guys, but, and I know this happened, um, in the 70s, late 70s, maybe even into the early 80s. But if you took a mythology class in high school, one of the things that they did as a reward here in the States was they showed Holy Grail. Did you ever hear that? Uh-huh. Yes, I do. And it was good because in a humorous way, it did, it did uh, um, it, it tell people a little bit about how people lived in medieval times and really how awful it was John Cleese is going to be at the Adler Theater on Friday night. Mr. Cleese, we cannot tell you what an, what an absolute privilege it was to spend some time with you this morning. Uh, great to continued success on the tour, and we'll see you Friday night. Yeah, well, it was lovely to talk to you, and thank you very much for giving me the opportunity to sell some tickets. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thanks, John. Sometimes in the woods, they'll have those cameras to, like, keep track of uh, wildlife. They'll put, like, a camera up in the middle of the woods. Okay. And it's to monitor, like, you know. What's going on? Yeah, what's going on with the wildlife out there? In North Carolina, one of these uh, grainy black and white uh, cameras has got people kind of asking questions. They think there might be a tiger on the loose in North Carolina. That doesn't sound ideal. No. Not the best. Look at your screen. This picture right here is sparking a lot of debate today. It was taken with a trail camera in Rockwell. It's hard to see, but right there in the middle of the picture, we've highlighted. That is something that has a lot of people asking, what in the world is that? All right, so it's a black and white picture. And if I were to show this to you, you would say, well, that, that looks like a tiger. Yeah. I mean, it looks, it's, it's got the tail. It's got the, like, the arch in the back, the, the legs. It looks 
but it doesn't look exactly like a tiger because it's yeah. kind of grainy. It's again, it's one of these trail cams okay. that they put out. Yeah. Is it an ordinary tabby cat, or you see the stripes there? Could that be a tiger? On the loose. Lots of opinions, lots of people looking for an answer. Including WBTV's mm -hmm. David Wisnett. So, David, you've been digging to get to the bottom of a, the tabby or tiger debate in Rowan County. Any conclusion yet? Well, I do have an update. I did just speak with the head of animal services here in Rowan County, and she tells me that they sent two officers out to the area. They came back and said they did not find any evidence of a large cat there. And she also pointed out that they did contact any registered owners of exotic cats in Rowan County. They say all their big cats are accounted for. That's got to be fun. You've got a list of people that own tigers in your county, yeah. and you've got to call them up. Hey, it's a... Uh... You still got your cat? We're just checking to make sure. We're just doing a quick tiger check. It's not missing, is it? No, no. Our tiger's fine. He's right there. All right. I got a lot of people to call. There's a lot of weirdos in this county that for some reason think it's a good idea. Thank you for your help. A... I must move on. <laughs> it's a long list for some strange reason. Way too many weirdos got tigers in this county. Oh, oh the tiger answered the phone. Okay. Why? Well, I don't even have to talk to your owner. That's kind of, that's cool. I got to call the next person. Why we allow this is beyond me, but. I had an email with a photograph in it, yeah. Maria Pinnell at Rowan Animal Services saw the image this morning. It was very concerning um, that this could be, you know, possible exotic cat loose. The thoughts are it's possible that uh, there could be an animal that uh, is prowling around here. Rocky Eller lives very near the woods on, where Rocky. the trail camera is set up and captured this image. I mean, it's possible. Uh, <laughs> a lot of weird stuff <laughs> happens. What's happening there, Rocky? Uh, you know, look, man, a lot of stuff goes on here in Rohan County, man. Yeah, uh, like what? I don't want to get into it on the camera. <laughs> Turn them cameras off. I'll tell you stories to keep you up all night. Shared thousands of times on social media, folks are debating if this is a tiger or a tabby cat. We were hoping that it may be a tabby cat that was caught on camera. Um, we haven't confirmed that yet, but um, we're looking into that. We've got officers in the area checking out everything. There are tigers close by. They live at the Tiger World Wildlife Sanctuary. Animal Services contacted Tiger World, and they say all of their cats are right where they need to be. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so look hey. elsewhere. Hi there, Tiger World. How can I help you? You got all your tigers there? Let me see. One, two, three. Oh, hell, I'll just go ahead and say, yes, this is too much work. <laughs> yeah, we got all our tigers. It sure looks like it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'll be dead honest with you. I don't even know how many tigers we have here at North Carolina Tiger World. Well, that'd be a social good number to have. Media post, Tiger World says, this is not one of our animals. We have offered assistance to the authorities if needed. We are as shocked as you are. <laughs> I love the Tiger World. Ends their official statement with, we are shocked as you are that there is a tiger out there, potentially. Maria Pinnell is glad she saw the photo so they could investigate. If, because, you know, if, if there were to be an exotic cat, a large cat on the loose, that could potentially be a huge danger. Yeah. Um, and one of our biggest things is public safety. If they actually witnessed uh, the animal, they needed to call uh, the authorities, animal control, and uh, let them know that they actually witnessed it. 
So throughout the day, I think most folks seem to be coming down on the side that this is a cat as opposed to a tiger. But again, speaking to officials today, they said that there was enough concern on the part of enough people. They needed to check it out. And again, so far, they say they can't confirm that it's a cat. They just haven't found evidence of a big cat or a tiger. Reporting live in Rowan County, David Wisnett, WBTV, on your side. Well, it's like that guy said that you talked to, David. If someone has seen it, actually, please try and come forward to help get to the bottom of it. Thank you. I don't know, man. I ain't no tiger snitch. I'll tell you that right now. If I see a tiger out there in the woods, that's how tiger's daggone business. I ain't going to be telling nobody about it. Here in Rowan County, we keep our mouths shut about things like loose tigers and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I, the tiger out there in the woods, he's just doing tiger stuff. That's none of my business. We should not want none. What? Tiger ain't going to change his stripes, and I ain't going to snitch on no tiger. Be out there in the woods. That, that, that's, that, I bet he feel bad about getting in the way of that camera. I guarantee you that right now. Probably doesn't want everyone knowing it, going around bothering him. He's out there trying to do some tiger stuff, you know, whatever they do out there. You know, just very, very actively living his best tiger life. I ain't about to get the authorities involved in this mess. Yeah, what that guy said. Uh, here, here's hoping it's just a cat that has stripes similar to a tiger and not an actual tiger on the loose. Because I can't imagine a tiger would do well in no, the wintertime, right? I don't, I don't know that. How I, cold does it get in North Carolina? It can get cold. I mean, they are wearing coats, but still. Does Tiger World put the cats indoors when it gets cold? I'm sure they got a place where they can get some shelter. Sure. Oh, man, it ain't Christmas until we go to Tiger World. Watch them little dang gum tigers try to open up Christmas presents and whatnot. Every every Christmas, that's how we celebrate. Go to Tiger World. Watch them tigers try to eat a pumpkin or some dang thing. Well, we will, of course, here at Dave and Darren in the Morning, keep you updated if they find a tiger in North Carolina. Yes, the you'll rest hear, of the situation. Yes, we will. you'll hear about it here first. Number two. Number two. <laughs> You know, sometimes in the woods they'll have those cameras to, like, keep track of uh, wildlife. They'll put, like, a camera up in the middle of the woods. Okay. And it's to monitor, like, you know. What's going on? Yeah, what's going on with the wildlife out there? In North Carolina, one of these uh, grainy black and white uh, cameras has got people kind of asking questions. They think there might be a tiger on the loose in North Carolina. That doesn't sound ideal. No. Not the best. Look at your screen. This picture right here is sparking a lot of debate today. It was taken with a trail camera in Rockwell. It's hard to see, but right there in the middle of the picture, we've highlighted. That is something that has a lot of people asking, what in the world is that? All right, so it's a black and white picture. And if I were to show this to you, you would say, well, that, that looks like a tiger. Yeah. I mean, it looks, it's, it's got the tail. It's got the, like, the arch in the back. The, the legs, it looks, but it doesn't look exactly like a tiger because it's yeah. kind of grainy. It's again, it's one of these trail cams okay. that they put out. Yeah. Is it an ordinary tabby cat or you see the stripes there? Could that be a tiger on the loose? Lots of opinions, lots of people looking for an answer. Including WBTV's mm-hmm. David Wisnett. So David, you've been digging to get to the bottom of uh, the tabby or tiger debate in Rowan County. Any conclusion yet? 
Well, I do have an update. I did just speak with the head of animal services here in Rowan County, and she tells me that they sent two officers out to the area. They came back and said they did not find any evidence of a large cat there. And she also pointed out that they did contact any registered owners of exotic cats in Rowan County. They say all their big cats are accounted for. That's got to be fun. You've got a list of people that own tigers in your county, and you've got to call them up. Hey, it's a... you still got your cat? We're just checking to make sure. We're just doing a quick tiger check. It's not missing, is it? No, no. Our tiger's fine. He's right there. All right. I got a lot of people to call. There's a lot of weirdos in this county that for some reason think it's a good idea. Thank you for your help. A- I must move on. <laughs> it's a long list for some strange reason. Way too many weirdos. Got tigers in this county. Oh, oh the tiger answered the phone. Okay. Why? Well, I don't even have to talk to your owner. That's kind of, that's cool. I got to call the next person. Why we allow this is beyond me, but. I had an email with a photograph in it, yeah. Maria Pinnell at Rowan Animal Services saw the image this morning. It was very concerning um, that this could be, you know, possible exotic cat loose. The thoughts are it's possible that uh, there could be an animal that uh, is prowling around here. Rocky Eller lives very near the woods where the trail camera is set up and captured this image. I mean, it's possible. Uh, (laughs) A lot of weird stuff happens. (laughs) What's happening there, Rocky? Uh, You know, look, man, a lot of stuff goes on here in Rohan County, man. Yeah, Uh, like what? I I don't want to get into it on the camera. (laughs) Turn them cameras off. I'll tell you stories to keep you up all night. Shared thousands of times on social media, folks are debating if this is a tiger or a tabby cat. We were hoping that it may be a tabby cat that was caught on camera. Um, We haven't confirmed that yet, but um, we're looking into that. We've got officers in the area checking out everything. There are tigers close by. They live at the Tiger World Wildlife Sanctuary. Animal Services contacted Tiger World, and they say all of their cats are right where they need to be. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So look elsewhere. Hi there, Tiger World. How can I help you? You got all your tigers there? Let me see. One, two, three. Oh, hell, I'll just go ahead and say, yes, this is too much work. <laughs> yeah, we got all our tigers. It sure looks like it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'll be dead honest with you. I don't even know how many tigers we have here at North Carolina Tiger World. Well, that'd be social good number to have. Media post, Tiger World says, this is not one of our animals. We have offered assistance to the authorities if needed. We are as shocked as you are. <laughs> I love the Tiger World. Ends their official statement with, we are shocked as you are that there is a tiger out there, potentially. Maria Pinnell is glad she saw the photo so they could investigate. If, because, you know, if, if there were to be an exotic cat, a large cat on the loose, that could potentially be a huge danger. Yeah. Um, and one of our biggest things is public safety. If they actually witnessed uh, the animal, they needed to call uh, the authorities, animal control, and uh, let them know that they actually witnessed it. So throughout the day, I think most folks seem to be coming down on the side that this is a cat as opposed to a tiger. But again, speaking to officials today, they said that there was enough concern on the part of enough people, they needed to check it out. And again, so far, they say they can't confirm that it's a cat. They just haven't found evidence of a big cat or a tiger. 
reporting live in Rowan County. David wasn't WBTV on your side. Well, it's like that guy said that you talked to, David. If someone has seen it, actually, please try and come forward to help get to the bottom of it. Thank you. I don't know, man. I ain't no tiger snitch. I'll tell you that right now. If I see a tiger out there in the woods, that's ad tiger's daggone business. I ain't going to be telling nobody about it. Here in Rohan County, we keep our mouths shut about things like loose tigers and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I did Tiger out there in the woods, he's just doing tiger stuff. That's none of my business. Waste not, want not. What? Tiger ain't going to change his stripes, and I ain't going to snitch on no tiger. If he out there in the woods, that, that, that's, that, I bet he feel bad about getting in the way of that camera. I guarantee you that right now. Probably doesn't want everyone knowing it, going around bothering him. He's out there trying to do some tiger stuff, you know, whatever they do out there. You know, just very, very actively living his best tiger life. I ain't about to get the authorities involved in this mess. Yeah, what that guy said. <laughs> well, here, here's hoping it's just a cat that has stripes similar to a tiger and not an actual tiger on the loose. Because I can't imagine a tiger would do well in no, the wintertime, right? I don't know. That How I... cold does it get in North Carolina? It can get cold. I mean, they are wearing coats, but still. Does Tiger World put the cats indoors when it gets cold? I'm sure they got a place where they can get some shelter. Sure. Oh man, it ain't Christmas until we go to Tiger World. Watch them little dang gum tigers try to open up Christmas presents and whatnot. Every every Christmas, that's how we celebrate. Go to Tiger World. Watch them tigers try to eat a pumpkin or some dang thing. Well, we will of course hear it, Dave and Darren in the morning. Keep you updated if they find a tiger in North Carolina. Yes, the you'll rest hear, of the situation. Yes, we will. You'll hear about it here first. Three. All right, number three. Number three. Number three. 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 Yesterday we shared with you that DoorDash is saying, "Hey, listen, if you're not going to tip, there's a really good chance that your food's not going to get there for like an hour or two. It, yeah, your food might get cold if you're not going to tip your driver. Of course, you should tip. Your it might driver. be quicker for you to just go." Walk and get your food. Yeah. Walk I, all the way downtown and get your food. It's going to be quicker. There's a guy in Utah who is saying uh, he ordered uh, from, this is Grubhub. Yeah. Uh, said to be infuriated and left in shambles. Uh, he's left in shambles? Yes. After he realized what he thought was a milkshake that he ordered was instead... A tall glass of urine. This guy drank urine instead of a milkshake. You don't look. Wouldn't now look, man. I would be able to tell. The difference between. With a blindfold on, if you handed me a milkshake and a cup of urine, I could tell which is which. Why is my milkshake. A little bit of a humble brag there on my part. Why is my milkshake so warm? And also, there's no, like. You know, viscosity going on here, like no, a milkshake should no, have. It's, uh, this this cup is splashing around everywhere. Caleb Woods said he decided to order fries and a milkshake from Chick Fil A off the Grubhub app. Oh, it's my pleasure. All right, so who's responsible here? He knew something was up when he took a sip from the beverage that he said made him sick afterwards. Whoa! Why? Why? He didn't finish it, did he? Well, I paid for it. <laughs> I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. 
Quote, when I started eating my meal upon delivery, I put a straw in my cup that was delivered and took a sip. I soon discovered the cup delivered to me from the Grubhub driver was a warm cup of urine. Which says he immediately called the driver back to his house and let him have it on the phone for giving him this, uh, this cup of urine. What did he have to say? Sorry. Footage from Wood's home security camera shows the moment the Grubhub driver returns to the home. Oh, he comes back? And comes face to face with him. Yeah. He says, quote, did you confuse the cups? Because, like, dude, it's half full of pee. And he holds a styrofoam cup while approaching the driver outside. Do you realize this is pee? Wood says the driver expressed to him what happened and told him he had two styrofoam cups in the car but confused his milkshake for the urine-filled cup. The driver also admitted he clocks long hours and relieves himself in his car because he really doesn't take bathroom breaks. What? Wood that, says he that called... That is my dedication to my craft. Wood says he called Grubhub to get his money back. Though he wasn't quite given the compensation he desired, he says, I think the order costs like 25 bucks. Yeah, and? They refunded me $18. They did not refund the delivery fee or the tip that I gave the driver. <laughs> no, that's ours. That's a, we've already spent that. Grubhub, for their part, says, quote, we took immediate action with the driver and ended his contract with us. We're following up with the customer to apologize and are coaching the representative who was previously in touch with the customer. So no one denies that this happened. Uh -uh. This isn't like uh, the McKenzie brothers putting a mouse in a beer looking for something free. No one denies, not the driver, not Grubhub, Mm -hmm. that this man was served a cup of urine. And while you hate to blame the victim... You would be able to tell, I should hope. Although maybe something's really wrong with this guy's urine. If he's going to the bathroom in his car every time. Listen, you got a 72% refund. I don't know what you're complaining about. Okay, help me understand this. If I am somebody who is a uh, a, a Grubhub driver. A Grubhubber. Yes, right? Mm-hmm. I understand long haul truckers yes. going to the bathroom in their in their cabs. Like I get that. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't love it, but I understand using an empty two liter or, or a Gatorade bottle. Like I, I can wrap my head around that. But when you go to pick up the meals You're constantly stopping. Don't you go into the restaurant to pick it up? I think so. Or are you getting it all through the drive thru window? You can't stop in, take a quick leak, and then wash your hands and go get the food? You could. He chose not to. Oh, that's, that's, that's 45 seconds I'll never get back. It's just much easier to take a whiz here in my car. I, I deeply regret mixing up the cups. Unbelievable. And yet, completely true. Oh, uh, Sorry. Now, I don't know that I've done a lot of grub hubbing or anything like that. I did take a Uber one time. Okay. And the girl had donuts on the uh, 
Your driver had donuts? She had she had donuts. She had donuts. And whenever she took a turn, the donuts kept sliding to me. She's like, you can have one if you want. Help yourself to some... <laughs> that sounds wonderful. Did you have one? No, I didn't. Did you think it was like a, a trick? I, I didn't know what it was. Were you like suspicious immediately? Like, I was, like, was she trying to dose you? I don't know what's in those donuts. Yeah, that's probably... A, Probably for the best. Because she already had me in her car. I mean, she's already. If I ordered food from a Grubhub and a Chick-fil-A, and I got urine instead of a milkshake, I would be calling more than just for a refund. I'd be getting an attorney on the phone. Well, we can't, I'm sorry, we can't, uh, we can't give you the tip back or the delivery fee. We can refund you for the food. 72%. <laughs> also, a milkshake and fries from Chick-fil-A costs $18? My pleasure. Four. 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 Dave and Darren, it's the spooktacular for 2023. And now, waking up from the crypt for his... Annual appearance here on the Dave and Darren Halloween Spooktacular. It's your favorite undead funny man. Ladies and gentlemen, what a thrill this is to welcome back to the show, Count Obvious. Hooray! Thank you. Oh, it's... Big Papa. (laughs) I didn't realize you knew that was my nickname. How would I not know that? I don't know. You get a chance to listen to the show? Why don't you guys ever reply to me anymore? Are you ghosting me? Oh, count obvious. It's so obvious. Oh. My jokes are so obvious. Every year you get me with these. I don't know how you do it. It's like you put me in some sort of trance. Let me ask you this, David. Yes, count obvious. Why did the vampire mm. need mouthwash? Why did the vampire need it's mouthwash? It's obvious. What? Know why? No, Count Obvious, why? How about you, Darren? Is it because he had bat breath? That's right. That's good for you. Let me ask you this, David. Darren must have heard that one before. Let me. I, I, yes, no, Count. It's just, it's just obvious. Oh, okay. All right. Let me ask you this one, David. Okay. Big Papa. I'm usually pretty good at these. What happened to the cannibal hmm. who showed up late to the Halloween dinner? I don't know, Count Obvious. What did happen to the cannibal that showed up late to the Halloween dinner? Well, just think about it. It's obvious. Think for a second. Uh, he had to eat himself. What about you, Darren? They gave him the cold shoulder? That's right! It's so obvious. Well, now that you mentioned it, that that one was pretty obvious. What? Let me ask you this. Okay, Count Obvious, yes. Why do skeletons make good comedians? Uh, Because they've got funny bones? That's not bad. They are too humorous. (laughs) That's even better. Did you have that one, Darren? I did. (laughs) 
Hey, don't be rude to our guest, Darren. I don't, I don't care for the tone you're taking with Count Obvious. The man is a count. A little respect. Let me ask you this, David. Yes, Count Obvious. What do Italian ghosts have for dinner? Oh, well, I'm going to... An Italian ghost. Italian ghost. Hmm. What do they have I for dinner? I don't know. I don't know, Count Obvious. What do Italian ghosts have for dinner? Darren? Is it Spooketti? That's right! <laughs> so obvious. Well, now that you say it, yeah? When you say it out loud. Uh-huh. No garlic bread for you, though, right, Count I'll Obvious? just say it out. No. No garlic. Count Obvious, what a treat this is every year. Let me ask you this, David. Grace us with your presence. Let yes. me ask you this, David. Yes, oh, Count. Now think about this. Hard. Okay, I haven't gotten any of them right yet. Where does a ghost go on vacation? Where does a ghost go on vacation? Uh, I'm gonna guess. It's obvious. Is it? Um. Hmm. Darren, you want to take a stab at this? Yeah, maybe Darren should. Is it Malibu? That's right. <laughs> All right, you got to get this one, David. One more try. I feel so silly for not getting any. You got to get this one, David. All right. One all right. more try. All right. I think you can get it because okay, it's pretty obvious. All right, I'll try my best. Count obvious. What do ghosts use to wash their hair? Shampoo. That's right, oh! David. Oh, it's a spectacular miracle. I got it. Yay! Keep it real, everyone. Oh, thank you, Count Obvious. Back in the crypt. We'll see you next year. Oh, he disappeared in a puff of smoke. That's a new trick. Yeah, I thought those were all pretty obvious jokes. Uh, I Punchline's pretty obvious. I tend to disagree. Hmm. We can disagree without being disagreeable. I suppose so. But we will. Not as much fun. Number five. 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 Number five. This is the time of year where, you know, when the seasons change, people will go through their stuff and kind of make decisions about, okay, now that now that we're putting all of our summer stuff away, do we really want to hang on to this stuff or should we maybe give it away, you know, to like yeah. a, uh, a thrift shop of well, some sort? Well, a lot of times when you go through your stuff to throw stuff away, uh-huh. you end up finding stuff. There is that, that. That goes back into your rotation that hasn't been in your rotation forever. It's like... Okay, I'm getting rid of some of this stuff, Mm -hmm. which is fine. I Mm -hmm. need to do that. But in the course of doing that, it's like, well, hello, old friend. Where have you been? You're you're back in the rotation. It's almost like you're going shopping. You're going through. You're adding by subtracting. It's like you have a Goodwill or a Salvation Army in your closet. Yes. A secret thrift shop. They always talk about, you know, if you, you get rid of a certain ball player. Adding by subtracting. That's mm-hmm. exactly what you're doing when you go through your clothes. Mm-hmm. Story in uh, Janesville, Wisconsin, over by there. Uh, that's not too far from Madison, yeah, I hate here. Yeah, that's a dry fare there. Authorities are looking for the person whose donation to a Goodwill last week included ammunition and a live explosive device, kicking off a bomb scare and evacuations of the area. Please... Don't bring bombs to Goodwill. You would think this would go without saying. I thought somebody might want these. <laughs> I'm never going to blow anybody up, but maybe oh, somebody else would like to. Who am I kidding? 
Who am I kidding? That, that's I'll never do it. Employees of the Goodwill in Janesville made the startling discovery Friday morning when they were doing inventory on all the donated items, mm-hmm. prompting the evacuation of an entire city block for more than two and a half hours. The Dane County Bomb Squad was dispatched to the scene. They collected the explosive device. The cops are calling it a cluster bomblet. Well, that's fun. I wonder if the stuff had been priced yet, though. Employees quickly followed safety protocols by informing the store and donation center management and safety teams who then evacuated the building out of a precaution for shoppers, donors, and employees. Uh, That's according to a statement here from the Goodwill Industries of Southeastern Wisconsin, Yahadir. The Janesville Police Department and Dane County Sheriff's Office bomb squad responded to the incident and provided further community safety guidance. The store and the donation center resumed operations shortly after 1.30 p.m. I'd like to check out now. I think I'm going to go with the uh, rocking chair and these bombs. No one was hurt in the incident, but Janesville cops are now searching for the mystery donor of the highly dangerous items. Although the age and size of the cluster bomblet found at the Goodwill was not immediately known, the use, transfer, production, and stockpiling of cluster munitions have been banned worldwide since 2010 when the United Nations Convention on Cluster Munitions went into effect. More than 125 nations have signed the treaty, which defines cluster bombs as a conventional munition that is designed to disperse or release explosive submunitions, each weighing less than 20 kilograms. Ever since 2010, these things have just been lying around collecting dust. Yeah, the U.N. says I can't even use these, Yahey. Yeah, now I got the U.N. coming down on me. What's next? Boss Hog won't even <laughs> let gonna, me have a bomb. They're, they're going to ban my birthday. There's another thrift shop uh, that is asking customers, please stop donating sex toys. Mm. I would imagine that's something that has to come in an original package. A charity shop asking people to stop donating sex toys after recent X-rated donations. And this is a children's charity. I mean, look at this thing. I wore it down to the nub. We ask you to refrain from donating your used and unused marital aids. Customers reminded that this particular branch has a camera so that these items can be traced back to their owners. Marital aid? This has nothing to do with marriage. They say, listen, we'll take car booster seats, we'll take mattress, mattresses. We can't, or no, we cannot take car booster seats. Yeah. We cannot take mattresses. We can't take electric blankets. Probably underwear. And, no, I think you can donate underwear. They say we're hugely appreciative of the donations from the community. This is not the sort of thing that we're looking for. Are you sure? Maybe that's a different, uh, different is, store. This thing is, uh, <laughs> this vibrating egg is priced to move, <laughs> literally. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I didn't think it'd be like this. Well, we did it. It has been done. That and now was, we're going to tell you about it. That was the top five things. Thanks so much for downloading. Hopefully, you're subscribing to it on wherever you get your podcasts from. 
you listen to the whole thing, so uh, I guess your reward is that we're done with it. So congratulations to all of us. We did it. And congratulations to Nature's Treatment of Illinois. Yes, we want to thank them for being the sponsor of the podcast. Nature's Treatment has the largest menu in all of the state of Illinois and offers a wide selection of products for recreational use, including flour, vapes, edibles, and more. You can sign up for your medical cannabis card uh, through leafwell.com and receive coupons and discounts. Don't think I won't. Until we get a chance to do it for you again, hang loose, kooks. You stay classy and safe, Quad Cities. Come on, Quad Cities, represent. This is for the Quad Cities record spot. Davin Boyd, yeah, we keeping it locked. Rock out, come on, and it just don't stop. East Moline, yeah, they keeping it hot. Uh. Hey, stick a fork in me. I am done. I'm done. Do what you want. Pull the plug. Stand clear of the closing doors, please.